Welcome to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist for a time of building and expanding the Kingdom of God within you. We are educating and equipping individuals around the world to build and expand in their dreams, goals, visions, purpose, and destiny through biblical principles and applications. I am your host, Apostle Deron Zorn, your kingdom strategist, here to release strategies and revelations to unlock the kingdom within you. Welcome to... Hello, 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 dynamic people of God. I want to thank you. Thank you so much. And welcome you to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist. I am your Kingdom Strategist, Dr. Deronche Zorn. And we have an amazing show prepared for you on today. So what I want you to do, I want you to go ahead and share this broadcast on your social media platforms. Listen, I have an amazing, an amazing I'm dynamic woman of God here to um, to greet you on today, I, and definitely I'm um, train you and, and talk about um, her book, right? I'm gonna talk about that in a moment. Her book, but also in the conversation of her book, give us some practical solutions, right, on what it is that we need to be mindful of when it comes to our giving, right? So you have to ask yourself: Is your giving in vain? Will I reap from where I have sown? These are questions that um, we need to think about before we just um, arbitrarily give. Is your giving prompt out of guilt, manipulation, deceit, or is it from the spirit of God? We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about how it can impact your your home, your business, your ministry, and, and even relationships when you are not operating under God's principles when it comes to giving. And you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in all truths. So in this episode of the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist, we have none other than the amazing dynamic woman of God, Felicia, I'm sorry, Denver, the CEO of PMD Books, LLC, and the author of How to Properly Relate in the Ministry of Giving. My God, so I'm going to bring the woman of God here uh, so that you can, she can greet each and every last one of you. Hey, how are you? Fine, how are you? Listen, I'm doing wonderful. I'm even more excited that you are here with us on today in the studio my god so you have this amazing book <laughs> um that you've written that um that you have been um talking up to other people you know about um as well so i want to have some conversation about it but before we go there i gotta give you guys some more details about who this amazing woman of god is listen um she grew up in lake city florida she moved to Orlando in 1989 in her senior um, senior year in high school. She graduated high school and went to the United States Army. Uh, she got out of military and stayed in Virginia. During her time there, she became homeless with her four children. She was a single mother for 11 years. This is when she began or she came into a place where she accepted our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as her personal Savior. The first nine months of her Christian life, um, everything that she prayed for came to pass. And in the next nine months, she met and married her loving husband. They have been happily married for 21 years. Congratulations. <laughs> um, she is a woman of God, a wife, a mother, grandmother, and entrepreneur. Um, they've had one of their businesses for 15 years, and the others are fairly new. 
She have a passion to empower people and teach them not to make the mistakes that she has made. Felicia attributes her success in her life to her reliance on the word of God and being led by the Holy Spirit. The Bible is her final authority. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Listen, we have to have a life that um, that is led by the spirit of, of the Lord and God word establish everything. So let's talk about um, this amazing book that you have. Right. And so let's let's deal with what prompted you. Um, to first of all, write this book on how to properly relate in the ministry of giving. Well, it um, was prompted because of a real life experience that happened to me and my husband. And um, I wanted people not to make the same mistake we made. And I want them to listen to the Holy Spirit in giving and don't let people use you, manipulate you, guilt trip you, make you feel sorry, give you a pity story in giving. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit. So this book was prompted because of our experience that we had in giving, which we gave millions of dollars. And and now it's it's a it's some more stuff behind that, but right. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Um, so you said that so um you said that there were so just throughout your just experience as a believer. Right. And yeah. before you encountered what you did, what was your mindset? And the reason why I want to kind of go down this road a little bit is because I believe there's a lot of people stuck right there. <laughs> right there in that in that mindset uh, where manipulation has a great playground. Deception has a major you know, playground. Um, um, because, you know, because of the mindset that they carry, um, based upon what they've been told to believe <laughs> that portion right there. So let's, let's talk about it. So before you encountered what you encountered, um, what was your mindset when it came to giving? My mindset was, I know it's good to give and I know it's God's will. God wants when he gives you stuff. He wants you to help others. And there's plenty of scriptures in the Bible talking about giving and all the men of God in the Bible had money. So I know that is his will for our life. And um, so we gave, we give, but um, before this thing happened to us, we would give where we were at the ministry we we're at because um, in the end it kind of turned, it was good in the beginning, but the last three or four years things turned and we were getting used and manipulated. So we believed and just give, give, give. And then in the end, we kind of like overread the Holy, overrode the Holy Spirit and would listen to the man of God and do what he would ask us and just keep pulling and pulling and pulling on us. You know, kind of felt like he made us God in the end. And we were idols, which God don't like that. Right. That, that was that. That's a good that's a good we're gonna come back to that whole idol worshiping piece you yeah. know when it comes um to when it comes to that place of when it comes to that place of giving we're definitely going to come back here because i do want to address that but i i, I want to go i want to start here because listen you know we know the the word says give and it shall be given back to you and, and i know y'all hear this all the time right <laughs> press down yeah. together running over and we're gonna point to your bosom you know yeah. and and so you know we we hear that right and, and usually and and so it causes and something emotionally right you know so many times we give from an emotional state right versus um giving from a, a state of being led by the Holy Spirit, which makes a tremendous difference, right, with, within your life. And so we have to be very conscious of, of those type of things. And so I'm sure you was probably giving out of that way. I mean, from that standpoint, you said something important. You said we overrode the Holy Spirit. So for those who just may not understand what that even kind of feel like or look like or may have no indication that's what they're doing. <laughs> 
road of what do that kind of look like in the life of a believer? Well, the Bible tells us that he's given all of us an unction. And that's something that's on the inside of us. We have it. And you, some people would be like, I hear something. Well, most of the time, that's the Holy Spirit. God left the Holy Spirit here for him to be our helper. And we should not override it. I mean, if you're hearing something, it should confirm, it should confirm what you're hearing. If you're not hearing it, you need to go back and, and talk to God because that's what we overrode, you know, because of manipulation or making you feel bad or guilt. You know, we overrode that just wanting to make the man of God happy, but you cannot do that. And now I feel God is like where we're at now, we're at a different ministry because we can give. And most of the time it's easy to give, but do we listen to the Holy Spirit or do we go back in our old ways on our giving? Right. And any, right. And the other thing is that when you override the Holy Spirit and when you override what God is saying, he cannot bless, right? You cannot reap a harvest in an investment or in a sowing that he did not permit you to see, yep. right? And and so you have to understand it. And so I, I love the fact that you said, listen, go back and listen. Um, if you haven't heard what someone else is saying to you, then don't impulsively give yes pause for the cause and hear what the lord is saying to you and if he ain't speaking that don't move that's right and you can't be caught up in your emotions <laughs> our emotions get you in trouble because that we i think we were getting into emotional giving because of the pressure that was being put on us we got into emotionally giving and like you said the one scripture, those that are led by the spirit are the sons of God. So when you get off, we got off. And we are sons of God, but we got off letting a man manipulate and pressure and guilt trip us. So now is I think we're getting tested a lot like um, to give because we can give or give when the Holy Spirit tell us that certain extra things we do because we all know tithes is mandatory. That's not, not a give or take. Offerings is what God will speak to you on your offerings. Because that he's testing your heart to see where you are. And I love that the testing of your heart. So either way, the heart is being tested. You, you said something um, very important because I think many a times we give from places um, because we idolize men. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want, um, you know, pastor or, and sometimes some people give just to be seen, you know, as, as well. And, and that's, that's from a prideful place. And, um, and sometimes we, you know, as we idolize man, right. Well, you know, I want my leader or whoever this person is, you know, I want them to know that, you know, Hey, I gave on your behalf. Right. And so even though that that isn't what God has spoken into your life. And, you know, I've been in many conferences and things of that nature. And I've seen them do these money lines. <laughs> and I'm like, Lord Jesus, help us. OK, so anyway, this book going to help you out. So let's talk about it in your book. So you have it's seven chapters. Yes, <laughs> that you have. Um, um, your first chapter, you talk about your background. I'm pretty sure that what led you to this space. But then you have chapter two that is titled uh, Philanthropy. Let's talk about that chapter. What prompted that chapter for you? Well, the, all the chapters are prompted by our experience. So um, we just, it's all everything that happened to us in the ministry. It talks about some of the chapters going to pride and, you know, you got to hear God. My main thing is I don't want no one doing what we did. I want you to hear God because God slowed our money down drastically for a year and a half. He know our heart was pure in giving, but the individual receiving was not pure and he was using us. I mean, using us. I mean, just so God stopped, our, like kind of slowed it down. It was like, what's going on? We should be accelerating, not stopping. I absolutely love that. I just want to give our listeners and our viewers 
the the heart behind this philanthropist uh, chapter, right? Okay. So if you had to like sum it up or okay. just give them an idea, what is what's that idea behind the chapter? Okay, philanthropy is um that's what I want people to save and not save to read this book. So Christians or the believer will say sowing or giving. Now, and, and the business people out there in the world that are not saved say philanthropy. So mm -hmm. they give. And so what I did in this, in that chapter, I went in and I talked about biblical people that sowed. Solomon, um, I did Solomon. I did, um, what's the other one I did? I know Solomon was very wealthy. I talked about him and Queen of Sheba when she came to see him. Mm -hmm. And then, um, let me slip to the modern day. I went up to talk about three people that everyone can know. One is dead and I really like him. And that is Rockefeller because Rockefeller gave glory to God. He was a Baptist man, but that man say his, his success came because of God. And he's like, I read a, a, a magazine that rich people read called the Rob Report. And in that magazine, they did an article on him a few years ago. And he and I was reading it. The man is dead and gone. But everybody, if you say Rockefeller, everyone know who you're talking about. And uh, and I even watched. He's one of the men that helped build America in the early 1900s. I, I, I watched a series on it. And Rockefeller, even in that series, they talk about how that man loved God. And that just I was like, wow, all the stuff he did. He always gave glory to God. He didn't say it was I, I, I. He was like, no, it was God that I'm where I'm at today. So I talked about Rockefeller and then I talked about um, um, Warren Buffett and Warren Buffett. He 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 gives. And then I talked about um, Oprah Winfrey and everyone knows about Oprah. And I hear Oprah got her start. She used to sit and read the Bible when the kids were out playing. Just read, 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 read. And now look at Oprah and everyone. If you say Oprah Winfrey, everyone know who you're talking about. You know, so I, t I use that where it can relate not only with the believer, but the non-believer. So I did some biblical figures and then I did some that are not in case some people that are not in the um, word, get my book and pick it up and want to read it. So I'm trying to pull everyone in. And in the end, the last the last thing I did, I put a, a prayer for salvation and baptism of the Holy Spirit in the, in the end. Oh, I absolutely love that. I, I love that. I love that. Um, I, I absolutely love that. And and so as you think about, listen, we all, and this is one thing I tell them, one thing that I talk about or deal with, listen, you don't have to be a millionaire to be a giver. That's right. Don't. Start with what start where you start with what you have, right? Yes. And God will elevate you. Um, God will elevate you in the more, right? Yes. So you be a, a philanthropist at the level that you are. Yes. And be unapologetic about it. Look, be excited, right? Um, in your giving. Because as you give, right, as the Spirit of the Lord um speaks to you to give, guess what? You can not help but have a return on your investment. Okay. So Let's talk about let let's give let's travel down to chapter four, red flag. Let's talk about one of the red flags you dealt with um, as you was going through your experience. Let's talk about a red flag. What is a red flag? What is a flag that somebody can look for that can identify that you know what um, my giving is in vain. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna reap from this from, from where I'm sowing this ground. One red flag, he was using our money as if it was his personal bank account. That means he would pull on us. Um, and I guess with me, my husband is the balance. And I've always, like when he met me, I was in a lot of debt. My husband got me out of debt and then he's my balance. So now I, I see I can be pulled and the pastor start pulling on me. He start coming to me. And then, you know, I talked to my husband and then we, my husband, because I, what I want, my husband will try to make it happen. Like he, one example, he, he came to me even after some stuff happened and we found out they weren't paying the rent on the building that we lost, that we put a lot of money into. Um, he came and asked me for some money and he said, I'm going to get evicted if y'all don't help me. So we wrote a $2,500. I went to my husband first. Then I wrote a $2,500 check and paid his 
personal rent on his the house he's running, which we shouldn't have did, but we did, pulling on my heartstrings, feeling sorry for him. See, it's those type of things. So, so when somebody you know bring you into an emotional state, and especially if you don't do this, mm -hmm. then this is going to happen to me. So you can't. What I'm hearing is that you know you cannot allow anyone to make their situation yours right he, he put ownership so if somebody trying to put ownership on their situation onto you she said that's a red flag <laughs> yes. and um another thing is what happened that's what really prompted this book is he had my husband to co-sign for a building that he didn't pay rent on but you're taking offerings from the congregation and yelling at us every week and telling us we're not sewing it. And me and my husband, we do very well. A lot of people don't do like us. They're just average jobs. And I went and told the pastor, I said, these people are struggling and you're putting so much pressure on us. And he said, no, they got it. Now, when a person is making five or $400 a week and you're pulling and pulling and pulling and people were struggling. I mean, a lot of people were struggling and he, he was like, no, they got it. They're just not trying to help with the vision. So that was bad. He just kept on pulling and pulling and pulling. And then we lost that building. And so it's right now some stuff going on with my husband as a co-signer because he taught us not to co-sign for no one. But then he turned on the police and asked us to co-sign. And that's that's when we got that stuff from the attorney. It was like, that's it. And then in December, I'm like, I, I'm getting out of here. Last year, December was my first Sunday was my last Sunday going. I couldn't stomach it. And he locked us in the had the, the security lock us in the building and, and like try to tell us some people died that left the ministry. And all I could I could hear was Jim Jones. And when they locked us, unlocked them doors, I didn't go back. Because wow. God don't God don't do that. God never pressures people. Pressure comes from the devil. God say, my yoke is easy. You know, it's right. easy. He don't put pressure on us. And he don't try to make you do quick stuff like that. God planned everything. And everything comes with planning. He planned the, the seven days of making this world. So why, you know, so that's where it really this book came out of um, losing this building and the money that we gave. Over the years, my accountant was like, y'all give a lot of money. And we have a lot of money that rolls over every year because we can't use it all with tax season. Right. And and you also have to, I mean, and, and I'm hearing, you know, don't, if somebody tries to make you do a quick decision, again, like you said earlier before, just pause for the call, you know, yes. wait, wait it out, hear what God is saying. And again, you cannot take on ownership, right, or somebody else's personal thing and and even as she said look somebody's talking about if you don't do this then it's gonna happen but the first thing be like look i am not god right so that's yep. the other thing you have to continue to position yourself as um as a servant of god right and not god himself and as a servant of god god gives um ordinances right he gives statutes he gives commands right and and he gives um decrees and so if it's not something that he has spoken to you, right, you, you don't move. And and you can't, again, our emotions, man, our emotions is something else. It's, yeah. it's really something else. So, um, and, and, and I hear, you know, and I hear the heart of, you know, yourself, you know, and, and your husband, right? Yeah, just, you know, pouring from that, that place of, of of just wanting to genuinely help yes right and there's so many people that's there that that has a general heart to help listen our stories are kind of similar it wasn't so much um a, a pastor or a leader or whatever but it was just people right? mine was just people yeah. And just seeing their condition and say, oh, let me help do this. And, you know, let me do, you know, just tr trying to fill in their gaps. Right. Mm -hmm. And instead of teaching them how to fish. There you go. Right, giving them the fish and, and, and not understanding that I was crippling them even the more, you know, hurting them even the more. So what will you say to somebody who just have that pure 
general heart to just give. I love giving. It's so, I love it. It's a joy in doing it. But one thing that I've learned is slow down. Don't rush. Every time we rush, we make mistakes. And my husband taught me that. Slow down. Don't rush. Everything ain't, ain't rush like this. When it's like that, you know you mess up. And I, I've noticed that, that I mess up bad when everything is like pressure. Just move, move, move. Slow down and hear God. If God don't speak, don't move. That's, that's just it. Because everything ain't for you to sow into. Because it's all kinds of offerings. There's all kinds of ways you can help people. And me, I have a heart for children and people that are homeless. And Because I was homeless and I have children. And like one day um, after church, I was by a Publix over here. And it was a family sitting inside the road. And they had a little baby. Might have been six months old. And they had another one that was maybe three years old. And they had a sign and it was some ladies. They looked, they looked like they were nice, dressed nice. You know, they didn't look too homeless, but they had a sign. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go over here to the ATM and get some money and give it to them. And the Holy Spirit told me no. And I'm like, God, do you see those babies? My heart, you know, I, that's why I'm talking to God. Like, do you see the baby sitting there? And I kept hearing no. And I heard no. And I know I'm not to override God. So I said, you know what? Let me just keep moving. It's a reason God's telling me no. I don't know what that reason is. So I don't have a green light to move in that area to help them. And I do like helping people like that. But you, just because you got don't mean, you know, God may have you put that money somewhere else because he gives seed to the sower. And it takes money to get the vision of God across the world. So, you know, I don't know why he never told me why, but I just listened to him on that note. So you got to listen. You've got to listen to the Holy Spirit. Don't override him because you'll be messed up. Absolutely. Because you, you don't want to sow on bad ground. Yes. So, you know, you don't want to sow on bad grounds because you're sowing bad grounds. I mean, that's just no return on your investment. And 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 let me let me mention this about bad ground that you can touch on it as well. Um, bad ground doesn't it, it means that it is not good grounds for you. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So great things could be happening from there. And I know many people have experienced that, but those same great things does not happen for you. Why? Because that's not the grounds that God has um, planned for your, your harvest to come from. Okay. So that's, that's one aspect of it. And then some grounds are just not good. They're just contaminated. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> contaminated grounds. And, and, and nothing good is coming forth from it. It's just a lot of uh, manipulation and deceptions. And so you got to come from behind. And the way to see through smoke and screen is surely the Holy Spirit. So yeah. what you, what you, what's your thought process on that? <laughs> I feel like you. Um, um, that ground was good in the beginning. And I got to give credit where credit is due. He trained us and I am where I am because of the training, the biblical training he gave us in the word of God. Cause I didn't believe, I didn't, I didn't not say believe. I didn't know that miracles could happen. My mom's a walking miracle. She's still here. Mm -hmm. She's 73 years old at the age of 62. She had a stroke. My mom has outlived her mother. She's outlived her dad age wise. She's outlived her baby sister and her brother on her mom's side. Now all her brothers on her dad's side are still living. But I, I believe the anointing that was on his life and he was doing things right back then is the reason that mom, mom is still here. The prayer, she's my mom's off of dialysis. My mother's off of, um, it's a lot of stuff. She was on everything. I had to get dialysis, a feeding tube in the hospital for long, from January to August. And we did a lot of praying and went to the hospital with him. And he prayed for my mom in the hospital and my mother, that next day peed the whole bed up. Now, who you know on dialysis pee? They say people don't pee. He has an awesome anointing for healing and things that he can train. But when you get off and you don't do what you're teaching, that's, you know, God sees. And that's why I believe thing. he got off. He, he in the beginning, is good ground. And I got to give credit. That man trained me and my husband. And we things we didn't know. Signs, wonders, miracles. And, and go. when I say God increased me from having nothing to something, I know what it's like to be without and I know what it's like to have. And it feels good to be where I'm at now because I can help people. 
you know, that's what God has called us to do. So awesome, awesome, awesome. So and and I'm glad you brought that up as well because people can um can get off, can come off track, yeah. right? They can come off track. And you have to be independent enough without them to know. And so what I mean by that is because so many people, I remember God telling me this, he was like, my sheep don't know my voice because they're so familiar to others, to the voices of others, right? Mm -hmm. And so many people are so familiar with, they're more familiar with their leader than they are with God himself. And so instead of being God dependent, you're now leader dependent. And that'll bring us back into this idol worship. <laughs> yep. You're, you're leader dependent. And so when you become leader dependent and not God dependent, if they turn the wrong way, you won't know. Because your dependency and even your connection, so many people connection with God is just like directly through their leader. When Jesus has, you know, when when when, when Jesus abolished all of that. Yep. Yes, he did. The new covenant. Right. With, with, with all of that. So listen, you have because I want to make sure we get in here with with your book, your book. So you talk about stumbling blocks. Yeah. You give stumbling blocks. I think in that chapter, I'm hoping I'm not confusing it with the other one, Yaks, but um, I'm going to use this. The president of the United States have counsel, godly counsel. Every president do. They can listen or choose not to listen. And even in bodies of Christ, they have governing bodies like a board and people around them to help them make right decisions. And in this ministry, we had one, but the board was not. Um, he barely had board meetings. And when they did. He didn't listen to him. So in this building we took on, it was 149,000 square foot building, which we only had maybe, maybe 50, 60 people if they came. And most of the money, as I was told by my son and his girlfriend, he told, called them in the office and told them that what we were given was running the ministry. If we didn't give that, he didn't know how the church would run. So that's bad, you know? Right. So stumbling block I learned out I'm talking about that and just you just gotta listen like um I'll use me I was not I'm good at like I have multiple businesses my main business I collect the money I can call and get the money me I, I I'm slowing down but I would spend money my husband is the balance you can't spend everything you get you gotta learn that you know you put back well first you give to God which is your tithes then you you do your offerings, whatever you hear the Holy Spirit telling you to do for your offering, you hear him. And then you put back in your savings. God don't expect us to give everything where you cannot live and you're on the street. That is not God. You got to hear him. He'll tell you how what to do to sustain you for your life. And that's what God gave us. Like in the new house we went into, he gave my husband a plan and that plan worked. We've never been late. And the, the house payment ain't, ain't cheap. Most people may fall out. Like, wow, you know, but God gave us a plan. We followed the plan before we got in the house and we still do it to this day. Been in the house four years, brand new house. So with this new building, my husband's been in construction for 20 years. We work. Uh, I pull permits for one of the businesses. He pulled permits. So we understand that. Now, at this church where we lost the building, we needed to pull permits. We really weren't supposed to be in that building. We were in there illegally. If the County would have came, they would have shut it down. And he might have went to jail because you can't do that. But we're having church in a building that's not really ready. Ceiling tiles could fall on people's electrical things hanging from the thing. And so um, just he wouldn't listen. And that was a stumbling block. And he's taking money from people. He had a group of people that could have helped him, but he would not listen, especially my husband's been in this industry 20 years. And we work with big time companies all over the United States, not just here in Florida. We work all over the United States. So we do projects everywhere. My husband is one, he'll be on the phone doing meetings. So we tried to help where we didn't lose the building, but he wouldn't listen. He wouldn't listen to counsel then his wife, which has his back more than anybody. He wouldn't listen to her cause she's a woman. He want to listen to men more than women. So 
his wife, I just, my heart goes out to her, but that was a stumbling block. You got people that can help you. So we wouldn't have lost that building. And now it's legal stuff behind it. You know, that's a stumbling block. Cause somebody, everyone has to listen to someone and he wouldn't even talk to his man of God, which he say he did. He didn't come to find out. So. Right. There have, always have to be checks and balances. There, there, there are always checks and balances yeah. <laughs> right. on, in, you know, in everything and around everything. And so, and when the, when there's a breach. Yes. You, when there is a breach, this is where I believe, right? And y'all say the apostle said it, right? I'm gonna move doctor right now, right? <laughs> yeah, go tell him that, okay? <laughs> the apostle said it, right? Um, this is where I believe your your handout approach begins. Yep. This is where the hands off approach, and you don't engage in those activities because this is the thing because you become just as guilty yep as the one that you're that is leading you so then it becomes the blind leading the blind mm-hmm. and the blind fall in the ditch guess where you're going in the ditch in the ditch, right so um you you gotta be um very mindful of of what you're doing and and how you're doing it um, as well. So I absolutely love this. So what are some what are some key strategies? If you had to tell somebody uh, when it comes to when it comes to giving and being able to give authentically, right? Um, what would be your what would be some strategies that you give to them? One thing uh, as an intercessor, I pray about everything. So one thing is to really, but like, if you know you're going to somewhere and they're going to be asking, start inquiring, inquiring of God before you get there. That is important. Just go to him. And and if he don't even speak to you before you get there, you may put your, like with us, because me and my husband are now really with our son, we're in agreement on everything. So well, he's the head. So this is how God uses us. He'll, um, he'll get a number. Like if like something Sunday we did and he had it just before it was even, he had the number. And and so we'd be in agreement. You know, he'll he'll speak to him. I'll come back and I'll say, okay, yes, most of the time we're on the same number. And then we just see which account we're gonna sow from. But hear God. The thing is he will speak. A lot of us, a, a key with us, a lot of us hear God on everything except our money. Mm. A lot of people will not put God there. God, and they'll be like, oh, God is good. God's this, God's that to me. But when it comes to money, that's a different story. That a lot of people have to learn to make God first. Because like I say, God is the source of everything in my life. The source of our money, the source of everything. So you got to make God first. He will speak if you inquire. You just got to be listening. Or if he speaks, don't shut him down. Because mm-hmm. some here and they be like, oh, that's too much. I can't do that. Or God, you know, I got this. Yeah, God know what you got. Because sometimes it may be a sacrificial seed. And that sacrificial seed, you don't know what it's setting you up for. Absolutely. So you got to be open to whatever he tell you. Start. The main thing is seek him. Seek his face. Seek him. If you know you're going somewhere and you think you may be giving, just really just inquire. And he will direct your path. Absolutely. Um, that's why I said trust in the Lord with all your heart. So even before I quote that, that those set of scriptures, <laughs> I, I wanted to go here, right? But I quote those set of scriptures because I will in a second. You know, and you said something, people have a hard time trusting God with their money. So if, if you're speaking to someone who's there, right, who have that, who struggle with trusting God with their finances, what will you say to them? Main thing I would tell them is if, if you're a believer, get the Bible, study the Bible. It's many scriptures talking about money. The main one I will tell you is Malachi 3. You say, try me now in this and see if I will open up the heavens, open up the windows and pour out a blessing. If they meditate on that, meditate on that and just let it get into their spirit, man, just meditate, meditate and try God and they'll see. And don't be scared and bind up fear because too many Christians are in the fear 
in their money. Don't, what are you scared of? Our God owns everything. And he tells us in the word, it may prosper. I'm not, I mean, it may try, but it won't prosper. You know, like the, the scripture that talks about, yeah, um, it may, a, a sword may try to come at you, but it, will, it shall not prosper. If you stand on that, God is not going to let that thing prosper against you. Absolutely. So no weapon. That's it. No, no weapon. weapon. No weapon. No, no weapon, weapon in form. No weapon form shall prosper. You but just no weapon form. And so, you, so even with that, to even um, tie, because I'm glad you brought that out, because when you begin to become God-led, spirit-led with your money, right? Um, and when you're under, or you've been in places where witchcraft is happening, because wherever manipulation, deception, that's witchcraft. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so when um, they people will begin to try to rise up against you, right? Um, they'll try to curse you. They'll um, and and all type of things. They'll, they'll speak against you, and you know they'll give you all this this false information. You know you're gonna die, or you you ain't gonna be this. You know um, this gonna happen to you. This gonna happen to your family, and just all type of word curses yep listen you gotta be you that's why you gotta know the word understand the word and have a relationship with god and Amen. even knowing the authority yep that you walk in when it comes to god and his word you gotta know who you are got to know who you are and we have authority and a lot of people don't stand on it. Like now in this pandemic, you, I'm shocked at how a lot of Christians are acting. That's because of the virus. The virus ain't bigger than God. I put Psalms 91 on that thing, cover my family in the blood of Jesus. I, I also build my immune system and do what they tell you because we're supposed to follow the laws of the land. Mm -hmm. And I do what I got to do. And I'm going to keep on trucking. And guess what? My family's good. I'm good. We ain't got sick or none of that. Just you got to know who you are and you got to stand on it. I don't care what the media telling you. The media is talking about oh, this and that. No, it's not bigger than my God. My God is an awesome God. He's mighty. He's strong. He's going to show me so much. This thing here is nothing. God is everything. Right. And, and where's your faith? And then most importantly, what is God saying to you even in this time? Because it said all things work together for our good for <laughs> those who are called according to his purpose and you're called according to his purpose know that so what is he saying to you right and for sure for sure this thing ain't bigger to him but he sure got some things that he want to manifest through you right in the midst of COVID right a lot of people for those who understand that fearfully and wonderfully made for those who understand and believe in God, trust in God with all their heart, not leaning on their own understanding and then always acknowledging him so he can direct their path. They are prospering right in COVID. I am. Right. Right. Come on now. I, I, I am too, right? I am. Um, and, and listen, you it, it can manifest in your life, right? It can definitely manifest in your life you just have to become a come believe right have faith in who it is that you serve yep. right um you know he's told you so many ways of of success and how he's called for for you to be successful and you're like so question because you also have people who's been like who have been in your shoes as well where they have been in places where they are they awakened from the manipulation, the deception, and all those things, but they're still they're sitting in a place of being wounded, and I'm, it's hindered. They're giving. Yeah. So let's talk let's about that. God did not hurt them; man did. God give man position. It's man, and He give us a will. Men have to make the right decisions with the position that God gave them. He gave you a position. He gave me a position. We have to do right with what he gave us because we're hurting his people. But one thing that me and my husband is we have three three different ministries that 
kind of helped us because at first I was like, I'm done with church. I'm not stepping another foot in church. But then I say, you know what? God ain't did nothing to me. God's. The, I look at my life where I was had nothing in all the stuff that I have now, multiple businesses and all the stuff he's given me, my children, my husband, my my husband came after nine months of being saved. And, and I'm like, God, you're good to me. If I got to serve you by myself, you know, I'm going, I'm a servant by myself because God's been good to me and God didn't do anything to you. It's man, you can't sit and hurt. You have to get like where we're at, we're healing. You have to heal. And me writing this book, writing down some of the stuff, not everything's in the book, but writing it helped me to get through this process and one thing i did at night i had to pray a lot because at one time i was beginning to be bitter i'm like how can a man of god do this and say they love us and and then turn around and do this and still to this day so prideful can't even come apologize and go tell my husband a few months ago that he loved him and my husband said we need to talk and you pull away and walk off and still haven't said and not a word not came and talk at all so that kind of bothered me but at night for a long time, I would lay and I say, God, I need your help. I can't do this on my own. I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to be angry. I need you to help me. Holy, you left the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, help me. I cover my mind, my will, my intellect, my emotions, my feelings, my thought process in the blood of Jesus. Because it's like a harassing spirit was coming every night messing with me where I couldn't sleep in the beginning. And so I just covered my mind every night. And that's my prayer. And then I start saying, I cover my mind in the blood of Jesus. And I also, I declare the peace of God come upon me, my mind and my body so that I could sleep. And as I did that, eventually no more problems, no more problems at all. I had to stand. He tell us to stand. I stood and God helped me. The Holy Spirit helped me get through that time. Was it easy? Nope, but I got through it. I I, I love it. Um, and, and that's listen. Um, I love the fact you know you said listen. You became God dependent, right? And you know even with that that God dependency and just allowing Him in that space, um, so that you can heal, right? I mean, I know you know many times. We definitely always want to go into that place of separation. Like, I'm so out of here. <laughs> I'm done. You know, it's 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 over with. Um, but you know, just be encouraged not to allow man to rob you, right? To rob you um, from what God has for you, right? As well. Um, one of the things that I I would like to say is that even when it comes with it with that look i think the first step is this first acknowledge you got to come to a place of acknowledgement right yes. acknowledge because the truth is this is that all what happened you what happened you we allowed you know anything that happened to us we had to allow it yep and so you first have to acknowledge your part, your responsibility in the matter. Okay. And then once you acknowledge your responsibility in the matter, then you can forgive yourself for moving and operating in error. You can also, right, repent before God for not trusting him and trusting man, right, above him so that you can begin to be set free from the wounds that you have acquired right and listen i know look you didn't it wasn't nothing that you asked for it wasn't nothing that um that you were um that you intended to get into however it happened and things happen and just like the woman of god said listen god you know he give men uh, responsibilities and men utilize those responsibilities however they desire how however they're going to be held accountable for that just like he's giving you responsibility that you will be held accountable right as well for what it is that you do and what it is that you don't do so we have to first get in that in in, in those places so the healing can begin 
right? Yes. I think those are some things that um, that'll be very um, vitally important so that you can heal. I, I love the fact you said you write to heal, and I'm going to do a whole plug right here for a second. Um, listen, we do have the I Am Her International Conference, the virtual experience for such a time as this happening this weekend, right? It starts tomorrow. Um, right? If Listen, you want to write Sunday. We have a whole session Sunday evening on writing. But listen, if you're in business and you're in ministry, right, and, and you're looking to advance in what it is that God has called for in your life, go ahead and go to Eventbrite. You can go to bit.ly slash I am her 2020 VE and go ahead and pick up your ticket. I'm telling you, um, it is something that you don't want to miss. And it is really going to bless you, right, um, as we are doing. Uh, um, we're bringing forth some amazing women of God from around the world, right, uh, who is coming to train in their area of expertise. So go ahead and check us out over there. So let's talk about how can, uh, Felicia, how can our, and I want to bring up your, your, your site, how can people get a copy of your book first of all who is your book for and then how can they get a copy of it my books for everyone i want everyone to read i guess people 18 and older so that the young people can learn um if someone's younger and want to read it they can read it it's full of scripture i back everything i say with scriptures someone that read it told me they love that i have scriptures all through the book I didn't realize how much scripture I had in it, but it's full of scriptures backing what I'm saying. So if they're interested, they can go to my website, which is www.drp, as in Pam, M as in Mary, D as in David. So drpmdbooks.com. They can order straight from my website. Um, I would prefer that, that they order straight from me. Awesome, That's awesome, it. awesome. You guys go here to her website, and once you get there, you just scroll straight down and get your copy of this amazing book that God has allowed this woman of God to put together to be a blessing, right? So that you can make sure that you are sowing your seeds, that you are being a steward over what God has given unto you. So make sure you go over to drpmdbooks.com and pick up your copy. Also, you can find the link within in this in the comment in, in the post area um, as well. You'll find it in the post itself where you, you don't you don't have to look for it hard, right? You just click the button and it'll take you right on over there. Be a blessing to yourself. I believe that um, that the information that you're going to require that you're going to acquire in this book that it is going to bless you. I believe it's going to position you right to save more. It's going to position you to even gain more, right? As you begin to utilize your finances wisely, okay? Miss um, Alicia, is it anything? that you want to you know speak to the audience that we have not talked about today no that is about it i just really want to empower people with this book and if people say they want me to come speak uh, i'll come speak um on my website is somewhere that they write in the comments um i will contact them i'll get the email sent straight to me and i will contact them if they would like me to speak or even do a virtual conference whatever they like i'm available the information's on the website. Awesome. Um, with, even with that being said, are you planning any, do you have any engagements coming up or are you planning um, any form of engagement um, around around your book? Yes, I, I, I don't have anything coming up, but I would love to get some engagements planned around my book. I, that's something I'm trying to work on now, trying to find some engagements to, to do to get the word out more about my book. Okay. 
Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, I absolutely love that. So listen, if you need someone to come and speak, right? And mm -hmm. in the space of, of giving, around giving, definitely go to our website and put in your request as well. You guys also, how can they contact you on your social media platforms? You guys, keep your eyes out on what's going on in her life, right? <laughs> right? On our social media platforms as well. Get connected. Um, see how, you know, what God has placed on the inside of her, right? How can, um, what she do, where she at, you know, how can you come and even have support, you know? what it is that she do as well and help get this ministry out. This is a powerful ministry, by the way. <laughs> so how can I connect with you on your social media platform? Well, I'm all, all, mostly all social media. Um, as far as a Twitter, you can put in the at sign and then the capital L, lowercase L, lowercase C, and then P. As in Pam, M is in Mary, D is in David. So you can find me there and it should pop up PMG Books. And you know, that's me. It's got a book there laid open. And you can, that's on um, Twitter. I'm also on YouTube. I have some videos on there because I travel a lot. As you know, Dr. Darashay, you know, I travel a lot. So I have some travel videos, a little bit of stuff. I haven't really, I got to get someone to help me get it going more. So I'm also on my YouTube under Dr. PMD Books. I'm on Facebook also, and you can find me on Facebook under my name, Felicia Deaver. And, and I guess they can see how my name is spelt. Do you have it where they can see how my name is spelt? It, 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 your name is on the screen, but I can also put it up as a banner so that it can be even larger for, for them as well. Okay, I think it's there. Yes, there we go. So they can find me on Facebook that way. I mean, and send me a message. Also, Instagram, that's my name, Felicia D. on Instagram, but then I have one from my books. But my Instagram, I kind of made private. But if they request me and um, let me know that they're read my book or want to talk to me about my book, I do let people in on my um, Instagram. So that is how they can get me. Also on um, LinkedIn, it's also... PMD books on LinkedIn also. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Just absolutely um, love it. So you guys definitely check her out, connect with her, um, see how, you know, how her ministry um, correlates or collab with your ministry, you know, as well. And let's make this thing work um, as well. I'm so looking forward to the things that's happening coming up. Um, things that you put together. If you put together something, you know, uh, let me know. Okay, <laughs> um, so that we could definitely make sure that, that we're supporting and that we can do whatever it is on our end, right? Um, to help you in, in your God idea, right? And, and what it is that God has called forth in your life as well. So listen, this have definitely, so um, so any last minute comments before I close us out here um, on today? The only thing is I just want to thank everyone for taking time out just to watch and listen to this broadcast. I appreciate it. I really do. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Listen, you guys, it has been an absolutely amazing, powerful interview with Miss Felicia Diva. And um, I am so excited to have her here um, in the studio with us. We look forward to seeing you next week. I want to thank you so much for being here with us on the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist. Until next time, continue to build your empire in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Welcome to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist for a time of building and expanding the kingdom of God within you. We are educating and equipping individuals around the world to build and expand in their dreams, goals, visions, 
purpose, and destiny through biblical principles and applications. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shazorn, your kingdom strategist, here to release strategies and revelations to unlock the kingdom within you.